You know, one of the great treasures of North Texas is the AT&T Performing Arts Center. It's just, it's really remarkable. It's best seen, I think, from the air when you realize you've got everything in one place. You've got the Symphony Hall, and you've got the Opera House, and you've got Performing Arts Centers, and 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 some retail it's it's really neat i would think this would be a plum maybe we'll see brand new ceo well an almost brand new ceo of the at&t performing arts center joins us from or came from new jersey warren Trenquata is uh, running the show now and joins us right now it's good to have you with us thank you nice to meet you david so isn't that remarkable that i mean every uh, all that pulled together you know the thing is we talked about this for 20 years and getting everything in one place and having a true arts district and by golly we got one it, it, it really is remarkable the constant different organizations in one place there's nothing like it that i've seen um in this country and i and i would argue this is the uh, strongest arts district uh, uh perhaps in the globe and it's it certainly met its challenges you joined six months ago you came down in July. It's a lot better here in December than in July, right? The weather is, I would think. But but you came right after COVID-19, and, and it looks like everybody survived the pandemic. Yeah, I think the Arts District, uh, to some extent, is stronger coming out of the pandemic than it was before. The challenge is going to be in the coming months as uh, audiences start to rebuild. There were trends happening prior to the pandemic that were exacerbated by the pandemic. In particular, audiences have become more selective. Um, and I think our, our challenge as a, as a district and as a center is going to be to give people more reasons to, to come enjoy the district and, and, and be that choice in a, in a more competitive world. Well, and speaking of a competitive world, your challenge is pulling all of these different elements together because historically, there hasn't been a lot of cooperation among the arts and they're all competing for audiences and marketing. And, and it's been, it's been a challenge to speak with one voice. I, th I think that's been true perhaps historically, but a lot of progress was made over the last few years. I think the pandemic helped the many institutions in the district, the constituents of the art center um, and the other arts organizations in the, in the uh, community to, to come together. Uh, we, we face a common enemy in COVID, but uh, I think coming out, we've really started to realize the, the value that comes from, uh, from collaboration. And there's some great leaders in the district that get that, like Kim Nolte of the uh, Dallas Symphony. So what, what is your challenge uh, coming in as the overseer, as the CEO of the entire AT&T Performing Arts Center? Is it, is it financial? Is that the biggest challenge you have? I think in the short term, our challenges are reaching new audiences because we're not going to be able to succeed just by bringing back the people who have come. With people being more selective and coming less, then you're just going to have lower audience if you go to the same people. So bringing in new audiences is number one. Um, and second, I think, is creating an experience um, at our art center and indeed across the district that creates more reasons for people to uh, to come to live performance. Things like activations before and after performances, a more vibrant district with uh, um, activity on the streets before and after, more music, more food, et cetera, um, better parking experience. That's, a, that's really important in Dallas. All those things, I think, will help get uh, stickiness of our audiences to want to come back. Well, and you're getting more density around you. There's construction ongoing on, on Ross Avenue, 
obviously a, a new high rise just built over there between you and the Nasher, and and you're beginning to get you know some some people who could walk to various events down there. But it's still amazing that you could have you could be down there on the I've been down there on a Saturday. There's a play going on in the Wiley. There's an opera or something going on at the Windspear. Maybe something at the Symphony, and something at the Moody. And it all begins and the streets are empty. Yeah, that is, it's unfortunate. And I think we can, with some small tweaks, get there. When when it does happen, right, it's truly amazing. Uh, um, on the weekend where we had Reliant Lights for Holiday, um, every performance venue in the district was active. We had the street festival with uh, Reliant. There were a lot of reasons for people to stay. And you saw people staying and walking and walking through the district, walking to Clyde Warren Park, taking advantage of the restaurants, and really felt like a true urban experience. So the the bones are there that we can do that. And with a little bit of intentional effort, we can get that. If you think of all the people beyond the residents, all the people who work in a few blocks of the arts district, people who could be coming down at lunch, coming by after work, and little things like activity on the street, live music, that would make a huge difference. Well, and, you know, we've gone through a lot of restaurants, a lot of venues that would do that up in up in one arts, uh, just you know, sort of a constant turnover. Uh, same thing with, you know, some of the other restaurant venues. Now you've got a hotel down there, you know, the hall and uh, the hall arts, and maybe that'll give some stability. But but there's got to be some continuity, too, I would think. Yeah, that, certainly that's true. And the residents will help res- residents and people working in the district provide continuity beyond the performance um, activity. I mean, performances are not enough to sustain a restaurant. So the fact that there will be significantly more residents makes a difference. You know, the uh, downtown Dallas Inc. did a survey a few months ago, and they found that over 70% of the people who work downtown um, at least once a week go to a happy hour or dine downtown. Uh, So all those people working um, and living downtown will make a big yeah, I, I would think so. So, so tell me about the arts district right now. Is it? Are you built out? I mean, you've got. It looks like all the venues are are full now. There are different organizations that use each of those venues, but the 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 physical plant is there, is it not? Uh, the physical plant is mostly there. There's one more site that the city would like to develop, and the arts community would like to develop that would bring. Um, uh, some additional black box capacity for for smaller organizations. This is adjacent to the Moody Performance Hall that is operated by the city. Um, that would be exciting if that comes to pass. That was always intended as phase two. That's the only real site on Flora Street that's available. The question I could really be, thought about. So that's that's between the Moody and the Wiley. There is a is that where you're talking about? Exactly on top of the parking garage. Okay, I, top of the parking garage. You'll actually see there's if you. Next time you're down there, you might notice that the uh, the, the ground is wavy, and that wave uh, reflects the the ceiling of the, or the roof of the design that was intended for that space. <laughs> so, so there there was a nod to the hoped for uh, phase two. So, tell me about uh, uh, about what you've got planned, especially going into to spring and summer. I guess it gets a little quiet in the winter time down there. Well, right now in December is actually remarkably busy. December may be our busiest month for the AT&T Performing Arts Center that we've that we've ever had. We have uh, three weeks of the musical Sixth. Um, the Nutcracker just uh, finished. 
at the Wiley, there's a Christmas Carol, Reliant Lights, your holiday. There could be upwards of 70,000 people that come just to the AT&T Performing Arts Center, not even including the Meyerson and the Moody um, and Booker T. Washington and uh, uh, the three museums, uh, you know, the venues that are not part of our campus. Well, like I say, it's a, it's a real jewel, and it's great fun, and, and we wish you the best. We hope you enjoy your tenure. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thanks. Warren Tranquata is the brand-new CEO and president of the AT&T Performing Arts Center. Well, six months anyway. It's good to have you with us. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.